Welcome to Perennial Meditations, a podcast by the Perennial Leader Project. Here we bring you short reflections inspired by ancient philosophy and spiritual traditions. Each episode is based on timeless principles and practices designed to help you live your highest good. For more, you can visit us at perennialleader.com. Welcome back to another episode of our Sundays with Seneca series. Today's selected reading comes from letter five, titled, On the Philosopher's Mean. I hope you enjoy. I commend you and rejoice in the fact that you are persistent in your studies and that, putting all else aside, you make it each day your endeavor to become a better man. I do not merely exhort you to keep at it. I actually beg you to do so. I warn you, however, not to act after the fashion of those who desire to be conspicuous rather than to improve. By doing things which will rouse comment as regards your dress or general way of living. Inwardly, we ought to be different in all respects, but our exterior should conform to society. Do not wear too fine, nor yet too frowsy of attire. One needs no silver plate encrusted and embossed in solid gold, but we should not believe the lack of silver and gold to be proof of the simple life. Let us try to maintain a higher standard of life than that of the multitude but not a contrary standard. The first thing which philosophy undertakes to give is fellow feeling with all men. In other words, sympathy and sociability. We part company with our promise if we are unlike other men. We must see to it that the means by which we wish to draw admiration be not absurd and odious our motto as you know is live according to nature but it is quite contrary to nature to torture the body to hate unlabored elegance to be dirty on purpose to eat food that is not only plain but disgusting and forbidding Philosophy calls for plain living, but not for penance. And we may perfectly well be plain and neat at the same time. This is the mean of which I approve. Our life should observe a happy medium between the ways of a sage and the ways of the world at large. I wish to share with you today's prophet as well. 
I find in the writings of our Hecato that the limiting of desires help us also to cure fears. Cease to hope, he says, and you will cease to fear. But how, you will reply? Can things so different go side by side? In this way, my dear Lucilius, though they do seem at variance, yet they are really united. Just as the same chains fasten the prisoner and the soldier who guards him, so hope and fear, dissimilar as they are, keep step together. Fear follows hope. We men torment ourselves over that which is to come as well as over that which is past. Many of our blessings bring bane to us, for memory recalls the tortures of fear while foresight anticipates them. The present alone can make no man wretched. Farewell. Thank you for listening. I hope you found something useful. If you're interested in learning more, every Monday we share a short reflection with three timeless ideas to help you start your week with wisdom. You can subscribe at perennialleader.com. Until next time, be wise and be well.